Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 22. Of conversation. Ah, so apologies for the lateness of this episode, but you know what? This apology is not as as well. It is sincere, of course, because I'm not an asshole. But it's not. <laughs> it's not as a big of an apology as it usually is because I'm not late, guys. I brought one out on the right day. Hooray! The only apology is um, I'm having my kitchen done, so it's a little late. There's loads of junk in my room where it was recorded, so sounds probably not awesome, but I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's with a guest with a wonderful, wonderful woman who I've been working with for many years now. We met like three years ago, and she was this shy little little dot, little cute little dot, and now she is a force of fucking nature. She is, of course, the amazing Vaughn Suicide. Oh, and uh, a lot of people, you might assume that she's Irish, which you would be correct, I suppose. Um, and coming with that kind of territory is being Catholic. And she was brought up Catholic. And my goodness, it is interesting to learn about. Obviously, I spoke, oh, must be about nine months now, to uh, Flick Renee about her upbringing, a religious upbringing. And it's, it's pretty similar, you know. Um, but it's so interesting. And I think, I think you'll learn a lot because I learn a lot. Um, she's got a lot of good opinions on it. She's really fucking cool girl and you need to check her out. Her plugs are at the end of this episode, so make sure you give her a follow. Um, she's of course part of the Disgrace team as well, which is, uh, we are celebrating our first birthday next month on October the 12th. Woohoo! Uh, we haven't actually released the event yet or anything. However, save that date, folks. It is going to be wild. We are partying until 5 a.m. Oh my god, I'm going to be drunk. It's going to be great. Now, I've put up a few posts. I put one up on my personal Facebook and also on my Instagram today asking again for suggestions of amazing, amazing femme identifying people who you would love to hear on Crevisation. I've had some amazing, amazing people message me with stories and they brought like tears to my eyes. It's like the, the hardship that these people have been through and then come out the other side of and then want to share their story to inspire others is wow is it's it's fucking incredible and i'm really looking forward to talking to those people and i'm really looking forward to hearing your suggestions too so if you have any just check out my instagram um and then yeah leave me a little suggestion i've got put one of those question boxes up so just leave a suggestion there i'm not going to post any of them uh but i do read every single one so thank you 
Speaking of social media, if you would like to find me online, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Cats and Crows. That is K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. And uh, my Facebook page has actually been disabled now because I haven't posted on it in so long. So don't bother finding me there because everybody knows I hate Facebook. Ha 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 ha. And uh, yeah, if you are listening to this episode on Acast, there's uh, a couple of little, little cards for you to click to find out things about. Quite interesting. Uh, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or any other kind of podcast site that you may get your podcast through, um, leave me a little rate and review if you have the time. If you have one second, just leave me five stars. That'll be amazing. Or four, if you feel like I'm worth four. Or if you want to leave one, that's fine. But maybe drop me a message to tell me why I'm going wrong because I promise I'm not that bad. Um, but if you have longer than that, what I would really appreciate is a written review. Um, just a line, a sentence or two. That is all. Just really, really appreciate that. All it does is help expose more people to conversation and share the love and the knowledge and bring other cool people into our cool exclusive club, which hopefully won't be super exclusive much longer because obviously we're going to take over the world with feminism and it's going to be great. All right, beautiful humans, let's get cracking. Please enjoy the gorgeous, gorgeous, amazing, amazing Vaughn Suicide on episode 22 of Crovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were men. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Crovisation. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Crovisation. Um, today's guest is a little friend of mine that I've had for quite a long time now. She's part of the Disgrace family. She is a very unique person, as in she is ginger, and we love her. Please welcome Vaughn Suicide. Hold the applause, guys. Jesus. <laughs> hey. Vaughn, you're so famous. You're just so famous. Oh. Can't help it. It's all going straight uh, to your head. Why have I brought you on here? Because <laughs> uh, you didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. I wish. She bullied me into it, <laughs> actually, guys. And uh, that kind of ties in with what I want to talk to you about, Vaughn, because you had a bit of a strange childhood. Just a little bit, yeah. I mean, I guess when people think about religion, they don't necessarily think it's very strange, but you grew up Catholic, and that's quite an extreme religion. It is. I don't think people... I mean, obviously, people know it's quite an extreme religion, but because it's so mainstream, it doesn't seem quite as extreme as some, like, Middle Eastern religions, mm. where it's kind of a bit intense foreign, in yeah. a different way. I think because a lot of elements of Catholicism is, is Christianity, basically, isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of integrated into Western society, whereas other religions can seem a bit alien to us. Definitely. I just... Uh, I don't know. I mean... I have been raised as Catholic and I, it boggles my mind. Really? I'm 24. Yeah. It's all I've known my whole life. 
and I don't have a fucking clue what it's all about. You just don't understand. It's quite deep, isn't it? There's a lot to it. It is. It's like everything contradicts everything in that religion. Like, it's, it's crazy. Do you live with, like, Catholic guilt? I've heard a lot of people talk about Catholic guilt. Oh, that was the one thing that <laughs> came into my mind when you said about coming and talking about this. I was, <laughs> the whole entire religion, as I've known it, obviously everyone has their own experiences mm. and their own thoughts on it, but it's just all about guilt. Every single thing you do, you're doing something wrong. Is that how they control you? Yes. A hundred percent. Why? It's such a bizarre thing. Like, religions... I guess people use it to kind of like fill a void inside themselves or like to be some sort of like moral compass or something. But it seems so bizarre for a religion to like break you down. Like it's almost like being in an abusive relationship. I mean, it is actually quite, quite a lot like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no. Uh, it's, it's kind of, I don't think the religion kind of, if it were a person would realise what it does Mm. it thinks it's this this wonderful supportive magical fairyland when really it's saying nah nah bitch don't do that you do that and you're going to hell sit the fuck put your clothes back on (laughs) like it it kind of has this facade in its head of being just like very accepting and tolerable and it's all about love no it's not no well, on the subject of that, you are obviously a suicide girl. Though. That is so. True. Let's go. Let's do a little bit of background on you. So you are a suicide girl. That is correct. And you also do modelling. Yes. What What else do you do with your life? Uh, I work for a couple of clubs, nightclubs, not daytime Disgrace, clubs. Of course. They're boring. Disgrace. Yes. Little plug there. Oh yes. <laughs> and I uh, work front of house at a tattoo studio. And God, what else do I do? So many things. things, things I feel as like though we are very similar in the way that we have lots of little jobs. Oh yes, <laughs> have to be doing something at all times. Always a, a day off is it hurts my brain. It's that Catholic guilt yeah. right there again. Oh, a hundred percent. If I'm not working, what am I doing? Why am I not doing something? Could I be doing something right now? You should do something. Go, <laughs> do it now. <laughs> so, Vaughn, what's your experience with suicide girls? So, Suicide Girls, I've, like, oh, God, I don't know, how long has it been now? I think two and a half, three years, I think, I've been a Suicide Girl now. And I kind of, I kind of joined just because it looked like fun. And it looked like everyone was very supportive of each other. I really wanted to be part of that. So, one day I went and I had a shoot and I was like, oh, that was quite fun. Who did you shoot with? I shot with Mike White for oh, my first shoot. Um, okay. That was the shoot that turned me pink Woo-hoo. on Suicide Girls. And it was the first ever shoot I ever had. Really? Besides being stopped in the street once by some guys that were supposedly from H&M to take <laughs> pictures of me when I was coming out of the job centre in Hoxton. <laughs> what <a story. laughs> I was I was walking out and I'd just come from like my my uh, my ex's house and I was walking down the road wearing his clothes. Right. Smoking a fag, looking like shit. <laughs> and they're like, 
yeah, we love like this grungy look. But yeah, can we take some photos of you? I was like, all right. Is know. it grunge or is it oh, jobless? <laughs> it, was, it was literally jobless. Um, my, uh, my friend worked in the pub across the road from the job centre. So I'd literally go in the morning, go to the pub because I got to the point where I was on daily sign on, which was oh, really fun. Oh, no. Job centre every day. See, I did it for about six months, but I, I was doing like bi-weekly. But I uh, had to apply for like 30 jobs a week. It was insane. Yeah, yeah no, after the six month mark, that's when you have to go in every day. Wow. I was on it for a year. <gasps> I just kept... It's quite disheartening, isn't it? Oh, it is. I, I got, like... I was, got sent on loads of, like, training courses and stuff. So I've got, like, food hygiene certificates and stuff. <laughs> All these qualifications and things that wow. I've never gone anywhere near. Um... And well, I hit the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to break up my room. Yeah. We are currently sat in my room. Obviously, you guys can't see, but um, I'm having my kitchen redone. And my entire contents of my kitchen is now in my bedroom. So uh, Vaughn and I are surrounded by utensils. So excuse the noises and clanging when we eventually <laughs> destroy the room. I mean, it's going to happen and it's going to be spectacular, but you guys might go deaf. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, like daily sign on for ages, but I just... I'd be sent loads of training courses and I had some really weird jobs. Yeah. Really weird jobs. There were, the one particular one that was just hilarious, <laughs> which was uh, me and this uh, group of, I was going to say students, we weren't students, we were just jobless people. Just jobless. All, the, all, all of us jobless folk. Uh, we got a cent for this. Um, it was like selling lottery tickets, like raffle tickets. Wow. Just on the street in Westfield, like in Stratford. What? And we were given high-vis jackets and little, like, pop-up stall things. No no money belts, no nothing. We were just told to put the money in our pockets. What? And it was, like, 50p a raffle ticket and stuff. And halfway through the first day, um, I was like, you know the, the steps at Westfield that go from, like, the new shopping centre out to the old one? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really know. We stood on those. With my little pop-up stall and my fucking high-vis that went down to my knees. And <laughs> uh, this policeman came by and was like, what are you guys doing here? Was like, this is working. I don't really know. To be honest, I didn't pay attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and we were asked for, because it was run by a charity. Right. And we were Sounds asked for our charity. Already. It was hella dodge. Like, <laughs> hella dodge. We... <laughs> Uh, I looked for the charity number on like the the piece of paper and stuff that we were given, and <laughs> these people have put the charity number down as seven. <laughs> What's your charity number? Seven. <laughs> so we got sent home by the police because it was either that or get arrested. Of so uh, you know we left, went and got drunk, um, went to the job centre the next day to complain. Uh, but then got taken in by the company that we were employed by the day before to the Morrison's car park in Stratford where we were fired for not making enough money (laughs) in the first day. (laughs) Honestly, where do you find these things? I don't know. My life is like a mess. I feel as though if, if you are a Catholic and God is looking upon you, Perhaps he is taking the piss of it. <laughs> I think he is. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I, I like, convinced a lot of old ladies that they were going to win this raffle. Oh, boy. Luckily, the police stopped me. Luckily, they were only 50p. Yeah. But, like... There's poor old ladies, one. I know, I you feel bad. You are a terrible human. Oh, my goodness. Right, take it away from old ladies. Yes. <laughs> How does SG, for you, tie in with kind of 
these religious beliefs that you've clearly been ingrained with. So I like to take the the aspect I like to believe of like my Catholic upbringing of just being a good person. Love I that. think all religion really is. Have you seen Dogma? I have not seen Dogma. Right, well, you need to. It's incredible. Okay. And the whole entire film, for some reason, is up just for free on YouTube. Amazing. I don't know why. I'm going to watch that. That is going to be my evening watching. Dogma. Incredible. It's uh, based on uh, Catholicism, and it's hilarious, and it's got Jay and Silent Bob. And will it, will it, oh, I love Jay and yes, Silent Bob. Yes, it's awesome. Oh, good. Okay, I'll watch it. it. Will that give me a good idea of kind of the basis yeah, of the religion? Because, well, it will give you the idea of like my idea of religion. Because okay. like when I watched it for the first time, I was like, holy shit, that's that's exactly right. That That's exactly that's it. That's how it should be. Because it does kind of say the whole kind of all religions are the same thing. Mm. They're like, they have different ways of going about stuff, different names, but it all boils down to just don't be a dick. Very, very good and, ways to live your life, life by. And that's kind of what I like to think of Suicide Girls. Like, is everyone's there just supporting each other. You're building people up. If you see someone comment on some girl's photo, calling her a slag or a hoe or a thought as we have uh, we oh, have recently a, a lovely debate encountered. we had recently didn't we <laughs> it was the funniest oh, thing my I've ever goodness. seen in my life but every single one will be like excuse me who who do you think you're talking to have some respect for this girl yes oh but she's she's taken her like clothes like a family off. yeah 100% and it is a family and there's there's literally no two ways about it every single girl whether you know you're never going to get on with everyone Obviously, that happens with humanity, yeah. isn't it? We've just got to put our differences aside yeah. sometimes. Obviously, some girls in like involved in SG don't get along with other girls. It's great and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. they all have like their favorites and their best friends and stuff, and that's great. But when it all boil, when it all boils down to it, there we go. You know, even if a girl I really didn't like get along with, I see some guy being a dick to her. Bitch, I'm running over there. Of course you are. I'm throwing fists. <laughs> but mainly with words, but you know. Verbal fists. Verbal fists. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what I think religion should be. Like, whenever I've heard people talk about religion, it's either been in a very negative way or a very positive mm. way. And the positive ways have always been, oh, it's my family and I, all my friends are there and they've supported me through hard times and things like that. But then on the flip side, when people lose that, mm. they lose the whole fucking life oh, literally 100%. a family so Vaughn tell me kind of what it was like growing up Catholic start right back at the yeah. beginning so from god as soon as I can remember I was I was literally baptised god I think within a week of being born wow uh, were you born in Ireland or you were born in the UK uh, yeah I was I was born Jesus where was I born I was born in Whitechapel, Go we were over uh, visiting my grandparents, who are, like, my whole entire family is just all from Ireland, but my grandparents moved over here for work when they were in their 20s. Um, yeah, I was born over here, and then uh, we went back to Ireland and moved back over to England when I was about eight years old, I think. It was, like, maybe a little bit earlier, I'm not sure. I, I don't remember when last week, a wee let alone then. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I've always, always gone to church. I went to church every single week. Wow. Every Sunday. I was about to say Saturday, but that was wrong. <laughs> um, I went every Sunday from 
like the minute I could breathe. Wow. Um, it's intense. It was. And I like I was an altar server at like the, the church that my grandparents got married in, that my parents got married in, that every single one of my family that's been born since has been baptized in and wow. had so their communion a in. A lot of history. In. I've spent half my life in that church that my parents got married in. Damn. And it was it was my home. Like I I haven't been to church besides Christmas and Easter for quite a few years now. Mm. And it hurts. Yeah. It actually really does. While I don't like I don't kind of feel the presence of God and all this stuff yeah. anymore. It upsets me. It really, really does. It felt like I could go in there, I knew everyone there, I'd mm. known them the whole time I was growing up. It was, I'd go with my grandparents, and my granddad was my favourite person in the Aww. entire world, and he used to be an altar server when he was Aww, growing up. Oh, that's nice. And, yeah, like, it was, it was weird, though, because, obviously, like, growing up, I started, you know, going out, and going drinking, and making friends, and I wanted to go out on a Saturday night. And get really fucking drunk. Uh-oh. But then I'd have to go to church on the Sunday morning and we had... Did you have uh, to go early? Oh, yeah. I had to be there before everyone because wow. I would... Our, our priests, like the Irish priests and stuff had left because like all the all the old Irish Catholics just started like dying out. Uh-huh. Um, and then a Brazilian and Portuguese um, like community kind of moved into the area mm. and their congregation came and joined the church. And the priests didn't all speak English very well. Oh. So I'd have to go in and go through the gospel and the readings and stuff with the priest to kind of, like, I'd go through it with them in Portuguese and in English. Wow. And just kind of help them with any bits that they didn't get and help. Uh, they, like, say a little bit after the gospel at church just to kind of tell you what the story was about tell you what the moral of the story was mm. make sure that if you zoned out you knew <laughs> what the fuck was going on so I had, to, I had to go through it with them um so I'd be church and start at 10 and I'd be there from half eight or nine just going through and getting everything ready and setting the charcoals on fire which was the best I loved it. <laughs> um just like setting everything up making sure that all the other water servers knew what they were doing just making sure it all ran smoothly but then you know i'd start turning up hungover probably still drunk oh yeah (laughs) definitely definitely happened just just sitting like in the sacristy of the little room behind the altar just going i can't do this right now (laughs) someone help me god are you there god please can you turn this water into wine (laughs) i need i need to like power through right now But yeah, it was uh, it was a lot, but that's when like the guilt kind of set in a lot yeah. as well. And you so you kind of self punished. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that in Catholicism, isn't there? I was so looking at earlier, and there's like self flagellation. Is that what it's called? Can yeah, you whip yourself. Is that still a common practice in the U- in the UK? Or? Uh, I don't think it is. Luckily, that's good. But um, I mean, I can't speak for people that are still practicing Catholics and my age because I am no longer one of them. Yeah, but. I mean, it is very intense, and the, I could imagine that people that are just feeling very lost yeah. could probably take that on. It could be something that they think would be what God wants. Why? Where does that come from? Well, what does that gain? It's. I think it comes from 
there was, uh, God, I've forgotten his name. There was originally, like in the Old Testament, there was uh, one of the angels' job was to punish people. Right. So there was like sulfur rain and like wow. fires and stuff. If like, you know, I can't. Obviously, I've not read the Bible in so long. Jeez, <laughs> more than me, I've never read the Bible. It's not the most interesting read. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. You would get punished. Yeah. And when the New Testament came around, um, he was banished. Oh. Which is actually what dogma's about. It oh. was about that angel had been banished because. Oh no, that was it. Uh, he didn't think it was fair to punish everyone for everything yeah, all the time. Yeah, I agree. So he said to God, he was like, nah, I don't really feel I feel like doing that anymore. It feels kind of bad. Yeah. I feel some guilt now. So, How funny it's kind of turned on his head. Yeah, so uh, God uh, banished him for, you know, not doing what he was told. Yep. And, you know, things were better because, you know, they weren't killing everyone for doing things wrong all the time. Uh, but yeah, I think there are some people with that kind of old school mindset when it yeah. comes to Catholicism still. Like my nan, God, she's, she's had a very, very hard life, like a hella hard life. But her whole entire life from the minute she wakes up to the minute she goes to sleep, even fucking between. Yeah. Is... Oh, and I've heard her say this so many times growing up. Um, the more suffering you have in this life, you reap the, re- the rewards in the next. So the worst life you have on earth, yeah. the more you'll be rewarded in heaven. That sounds... That's a lot of risk, isn't there? It you have is. to truly be very faithful, like have blind faith. Yeah. And while, like... I, I do think that religion is great in the sense that if you do live your life by some kind of religious rules, but, you know, you don't take it too far. Yeah. If you're just doing it in that you're being a good person and say, so if you are going to church for an hour every Sunday, yeah. what, are you, what are you really missing out on for some peace of mind and that feeling of, of family and to feel like a part of something? It's, it's quite nice as well, like... A lot of people have um, started doing, like, meditation and mindfulness and stuff. Yeah. And I've heard, like, going to church is kind of like that. It gives you a moment to put your phone down, put your computer down, be a bit silent, like, do something for a a group of people, like, a greater thing. Definitely. But it has got to the point as well, and this is, it's why one of the reasons I stopped going to church was because it just ended up being out of habit, and Mm. I felt really fucking rude. I used to go to church, and I used to feel it. Like, I used to feel that I was in the presence of something special and whether yeah. that was God or whether that was just being part of a community yeah I don't know but it felt it I could physically feel did it something. give you like power it did it like I could feel it in my fucking frozen heart yeah <laughs> it would start to thaw and I would feel things <gasps> feel there were a- one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Potions. <laughs> I mean, it was weird. But like... I I stopped feeling that because I I I lost my faith when like my when my granddad died mm. and it was that fucking sucked. And I couldn't go into church anymore without just feeling like fucking numb. I was yeah. bored. I was waiting to get out so I could look at my phone again, so mm. I could go and watch some TV, so I could go and meet my mates, go for a drink. And I thought that was really disrespectful. I thought if I'm going to be in this place that was once so special to me and I know that it is still yeah. that special for other people I don't want to be that dickhead sitting there looking at a watch sighing and rolling her eyes waiting to leave yeah yeah I see that I have more respect for that faith that I no longer have even though it's not part of your life now you will always respect that it was a hundred percent and I, I wish I could get that feeling back I really do as much as, like, the scientist in me is sitting there going, but it's, is it all really there? <laughs> is it there? I don't see any evidence. <laughs> but, like, I, it just, it felt like home. Yeah. But, like, a weird, like, home. Like, your heart felt at home. Which was really, that's nice, really though. intense. I think that's really important. I think a lot of people, they lack that in their life now. And whether religion is the right or wrong way to go about it, it's, it's, we're not here to discuss right or wrong. Mm. But I think... It's definitely, like you said, important to respect religion. So I think a lot of people don't nowadays. And I think yeah. it's causing a lot of problems. And I understand that in the media and stuff, a lot of religions are demon demonized. Mm. Even like Catholics and but mostly like Islam, etc., things like that, very demonized. But I think if it, if people had the slight experience, even like a little bit of what you had growing up, people yeah. would respect religion more and they would not think that every single person practicing it is a dickhead. Yeah. Definitely, but I think it's it's kind of the same as everything else in the world. People don't have respect for anything anymore. Girl wants to get her tits out, she's a slag. That's so Someone true. wants to practice religion, like, that person's a priest, or oh, they must be a paedophile. No, that's not how it fucking works. That's so true. Everyone is an individual. Everyone. Yeah, there are some bad seeds that do fucking ruin it, but you have that in absolutely everything. Literally everything, that's it. Where do you think that comes from? I just think, I think it's part of just like the way humans are built. Everyone wants a bit of drama. It's interesting. It keeps you on your toes. It like, if things are boring, you just zone out. Yeah. You need something, someone to point a finger at. And I think it's as well because everyone wants to feel superior all the time. They always do. If they can point their finger at a religion and say that that's the problem, so that they don't have to face up to the things that they're doing wrong. Mm, I think that's a big part of it, isn't it? A lot of people bury their head in the sand rather than take responsibility for their actions and their thoughts and or even just informing themselves a little bit. A hundred percent. 
I saw a little meme. me out. I saw a little meme the other day about, um, you know, perspective where one person is standing, there's a six or a nine drawn on the oh, floor. Oh, I saw that one. And it was like, perspective is everything. Um, but then it was crossed out and it said, perspective is everything. However, you can't blindly demand or like blindly say that that's the way it is just because you see it that way. Like maybe walk around, maybe ask someone else, maybe take in like account your surroundings. Like ask the person yourself. that was responsible for it in the first place to get the intent. That's it. Exactly. There's so many things you can't just blindly say something and uh, it can't. It's just true. You can't just do that. So yes, well, people people aren't open to talk about things. That's why we're here. Because religion's quite scary for people to talk about. It is. Like, I, I, I guess I find it easy. I guess, in a way, the prejudice is built into me because speaking to you, obviously I spoke to um, Flick Renee yes. about her upbringing and she was um, brought up in the Muslim faith. And that, for me, that was a little bit more difficult because I felt slightly more sensitive around it. I didn't want to ask yeah. the wrong questions. I didn't want to offend people listening or her or anything like that. Whereas with Christianity and Catholicism, I feel like I feel a little bit more... Not at home, because I've never practiced any religion. Yeah. I've never had any experience. But I guess that's just the way it's there's been brought up There's less chance to offend. Yeah, because there's not that stigma. Yeah. I feel like it's because, obviously, Christianity has been, like, kind of at the forefront for so, so Centuries. long. Yeah. Where I feel like anyone being worried about offending people when it comes to Catholicism, it's kind of everyone's kind of dull to it now they're like yeah. ah we'll make some jokes about the priests <laughs> like you wouldn't do that about yeah. other faiths because they're newer under to fresh people. scrutiny yeah. yeah but yeah me and uh, me and flick have actually spoken about our upbringings have and stuff you? quite a bit before what have you said about how similar they are yeah I because think i think it really is and it's it's like i was saying all religions are the same fucking religion they're they just really are. different names, different, like, ways of doing things. It's only slightly different, though. Everything, yeah. like, kind of comes back. It's all, like, rituals and a deity and kind of things that are supposed to be good for your life. This whole higher power. Yeah. Greater and meaning kind of thing. Like, there's something else. Exactly. And we'd spoken about how, like, our, our family's kind of expectations and their views of us are quite similar. I where, definitely like, want to get into that with you. Yes. Yes. Like, uh whether you're Catholic or you're raised Muslim or any other religion, you have to be modest, especially being a woman. Yes. If I were a man, I'd get away with so much more mm-hmm. and my family wouldn't say a thing. But Unfortunately, I'm a girl. I think it's in the world. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I'm a girl, so I have to be careful when you're out there. Oh, don't do that. Oh, no. You'll bring shame upon your family oh, or something like that. 100%. 100%. Right, let's open that kettle of fish. Ooh, open it. What was your family's reaction, obviously being Catholics, to oh. you becoming a suicide girl? Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh. So, uh, I had I had told uh, my family, not like my whole family about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, less on the religion front, but more uh, the Irish front. Mm. My dad, he's always been there, but we just never really spoke. Yeah. that much until maybe like two years ago he's just been the breadwinner kind of thing so I had, yeah. like I told my mum that I was going to this shoot and you know it was going to be nude and she was like but will it be tasteful like, <laughs> yes mum I'm not going to show your vagina are you no mum no just everyone everyone has nipples everyone has a bum that's right I'll show those that's fine. <laughs> oh okay just just so long as you're safe blah, 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 all this stuff and I was like all right yeah cool 
she she does try to be very liberal. I think she. I appreciate that. That's good of her. I appreciate it, but she. I think she thinks that she's more liberal than she really is. Oh, like she she's... wants to be cool with stuff. <laughs> like in Mean Girls, like I'm a cool <laughs> mom. She wants to be the cool mom, and she tries, and she is, but she tries too hard, and she stresses herself out, and then she realizes that she's not really cool with stuff, and then she panics, and then she shouts. Oh, she probably has a lot of Catholic going on as well. Oh Jesus, yes, so much, <laughs> so much. Like it's oh. a, a, an amount you could drown in, like it's ridiculous. <gasps> but um, yeah, so I told them that I was going for this shoot, and then when I come back, they'd ask me how it was, and I was like, you know, it was all right, blah blah blah. So they knew, but obviously knowing and seeing are two different things, Absolutely. especially when it's your own child. And while it's something that I've done for myself, if I were to have a child, I wouldn't stop them from doing it. I wouldn't like freak out. But, you know, it's it's not the thing that you would... I wouldn't have a baby and go, I want you to take your clothes off <laughs> for money. That's it, because you you do open yourself up to a lot of scrutiny and oh, a lot yeah. of criticism and danger as well. You know, yeah. sex workers are in danger. 100%. But if there aren't any sex workers to change that, then how is it ever going to change? Damn right. Let's fucking do it, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I told them and they knew and they weren't 100% happy, but... They know that I'm an adult and I'm going to do whatever you're going to do anyway. Exactly. So if they tell me not to, I'm just going to end up doing it and then it's going to piss them off even more. There we go. So just let me get on with it. Make sure I don't die. You know, <laughs> it's all cool. But then an old friend of mine. <coughs> <coughs> not a friend anymore. while I heave. Um, <laughs> he had, he was, he was worried because he, um, he just thought that it was a bit dangerous and blah, blah, blah. All the same worries that my parents mm. had. I understand. and But it's not his place. It, was, it wasn't his place. And I appreciated that he was worried. And I loved him more than fucking life itself. Like, I, I, I so appreciated where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. But he sent my mum some of the pictures. Right. And they had been taken off of Suicide Girls and put on to like Pornhub or some some other... Happens regularly, Some yeah. other site. Which, you know, it does happen. Yeah. Whatever. But where uh, this had been sprung on my mum with a message from my friend saying that he was worried. Oh, no. That obviously kicked her into fucking overdrive. Feel to the fire. And I noticed that things were a little bit odd for a little while and I was like, hmm, what's going on? Everything all right, mum? You okay? She'd just been really off with me for a few days. And then I was I was uh, still living with my parents at this point. Mm. And then on Christmas Eve, I think it was like two years ago, um, she sat on the bed next to me and she turned the phone to me and it was one of the pictures and it had like the, the Pornhub watermark or something on it. Right. Which obviously that would freak her out. Of Even course, more the word porn to exactly. a, a religious parent to any parent is like, yeah. <gasps> and she was like kind of angry looking and kind of crying and kind of trying to be authoritative and all this stuff. Aww. And I was like, all right, yeah, I told you I was doing it. You knew, yeah, yeah. The picture got taken off of one site and put onto another. It's the internet. It happens. Yeah. No, mum, I'm not doing like. Porn, obviously, yeah, it is like yeah, you're not making porn, pornography. Yeah, films, I'm not. Yeah. I am not having sex and filming it and stuff. 
this is just a fucking naked body and I yeah. told you I was doing it. And she flipped out, which I do understand, but do not condone. And I'd, I was being very, very adult about it because obviously you have to think about these things as an adult because they do have a lot of repercussions. They do. Like, I can't take back being naked on the internet. That's it. It's a very important thing to think through when you go through it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was kind of uh, impulsive with it in a way. I was just like, that looks like fun. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you need that little bit of like leap of faith. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously I did think, because uh, there's like a... I used to work in a college. I used to... I used to help students and I can no longer do that. Yeah. Because of safeguarding and blah, blah, blah. Even though the students were all like 16 to 18 were the youngest students that we had. But I can't even work with the adult students anymore. Unfortunately, that's the way our world is. It's very anti-sex, anti-sexuality and anti-woman. And it's something that I knew going into it, but I did actually also kind of join Suicide Girls as a bit of a fuck you to the place that I used to work. <laughs> what well, better way to make your exit? Uh, I was uh, I was running departments in the uh, like I was in the science department. I was doing a lot. I was working ridiculous hours. I was putting so much effort in, and when my contract was up, they gave my job well, what should have been my job, really, mm. to uh, someone else who eventually done fucked up. <laughs> and, yeah, she, like, fucked up big time. Oh, no. And they did ask if I'd come back, but obviously I'd uh, joined Suicide you Girls. I was like, lose. Mm, it's not there anymore, bitch. You want me back, but you can't have it. Oh, <laughs> well, oh. taken off. Yeah. So I was just there, like, I kind of done it just to cement, because I knew that I would go back to it. I 100% knew. I think that's that's a, that's a very sensible choice. It's the only way to draw a line under it and not be taken for a fucking muck. Yeah. It was kind of like the rebirth of you, would you say? Yeah. 100%. Because this is a completely different version of me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the most confident person in the world still, but I was literally just like sitting in the fucking background all the, the time. Shrinking before, Just sitting there in the back of a lab <laughs> going... Oh, oh no, I have to go speak to them students now. <laughs> oh no, oh no, they're so loud, they're so tall. Oh no, stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Suicide Girls done wonders for your confidence. Oh yes. Do you think your mum appreciates that now? Um, a bit. Yeah. A bit. Has she seen? She's, it's been a few years now. It has. She's kind of, well obviously not like warm to it, but she's kind of got used to it a right. little bit. I've, uh, I've recently had to move back in with my parents, um, through no choice of my own. But, uh, <laughs> it happens. It does. But um, we're, we're still having some issues because um, you're under my roof. It's my rules. Yeah. See, that's typical. Your room's a mess. <laughs> I know. I've just, I'm moving it temporarily, mother. That's I it. don't want to move back it's my room. <laughs> Close the door <laughs> and don't look at it. <laughs> but, parents. but yeah she um so i was coming out to disgrace for the last one yes and uh my mum had asked where i was going she asked if i needed a lift to the train station and I'm, like, well, I'm not gonna say no because i am poor and lazy <laughs> so yes please we got in the car and she was asking where i was going and i was saying you know disgrace mum that's suicide girls night she was like oh that's nice what are you doing there tonight and i couldn't tell her that i was dancing because then She's like, but what are you wearing? Where are you, daughter? Are people gonna touch you? And she, she, she just, she would stress out. So yeah. I just, I was like, I can't Aww. deal with that right now. I've had too much coffee and my heart is beating like 
mad. I have to go to work. <laughs> so I told her, you know, just doing bits and pieces, you know, whatever needs doing. They'll just tell me things and yeah. I'll go and do it. I mean, that is your general role. You are a general everything I'm, person. I am an everything person. They <laughs> <laughs> need me to dance, I'll run and dance. need me to go do the door. Hey. I'm here. Give me that stamp. <laughs> um, yeah, there is there is still like quite a lot of tension yeah. around it. Um, but she's she's trying, trying to be, uh, yeah. to be a bit better about it. Though... I'm not quite sure about the rest of my family. I don't really talk to them about it much. Yeah. I've got um, this really cool cousin. Uh-huh. I always wanted to be like him. Because <laughs> he, was, he was always cool. cool. And he had like friends and he was in a band and he was just oh. a cool guy. I always kind of wanted to be like... Yeah, I kind of looked up to him a bit growing up. And obviously, I, my Instagram was my personal Instagram yeah. from like years before I'd ever like signed up for Suicide Girls. And when I started posting more Suicide Girlsy content yes. on it, uh, he did unfollow me and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. I don't really yeah. want you seeing my Your boobs. relatives, yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, that's fine. But uh, I saw him at like, a still family event uh, maybe about a year after joining Suicide Girls. He was like, yeah, I hope you're not like annoyed that I like, unfollowed you. I just don't really want to see you naked. I was like, no, that's fucking... That, that takes a lot cool, of balls man. to say that as yeah. well, yeah. And he said as well, because he obviously knew about how, like, my parents and stuff would have taken it because yeah. our families are just the exact same, pretty right. much. Um, and he was like, yeah, don't worry about what they say. Just make sure you're being safe and stuff, yeah? And That's I was exactly like, it. fucking cool. Thank you, man. Like you. Fist bump. Yeah. And then we had a pint and it was fine. And then... <laughs> and that's how it should be done. Yeah. And then my, uh, my other cousin, like, his little sister, she found it a little bit odd. Right. But... She's refollowed me on Twitter. Aww. Not on Instagram. Too many pictures on there. That's yep. fine. Failure. But like, refollowed me on Twitter. Wants to go meet up for a drink again soon. That's cool. She's, so she's being family, cool. You haven't been totally just, shunned. No, no, no. I've had. I, I can't tell my nan about it because she will have a heart attack. I believe. Yeah. And I do Different not generation. want to kill her. No. No. Um, she did ask if I could get my tattoos taken off. Oh, bless her. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that one back. But um, another another bit of lovely Catholic guilt yes. is that um, my little brother, some of his school friends, or I say friends, they're all little dickheads. <laughs> uh, some of the like kids and stuff that he was at school with, I think, had found me on the internet. Right. And they were like, oh, I'm going to fuck your sister, all this stuff. And yeah. my little brother school has... School little dicks anyway. Mm. I think they really need to integrate some kind of sex education in school. If they were taught respect. about sex. That's it. And they were taught about everything surrounding sex, not just that the penis sperm, goes in the vagina. A sperm fertilizes an egg. No, They need, need the respect. Exactly. The respect element of respecting women and sex workers and difference. It's this whole post. Did you see the one the other day about um, if women who like women can control themselves around girls in short skirts? Yes. Then it's not... The clothing that's a problem. It's clearly not the clothing. If any person can control themselves around them and then other people can't, it's clearly not the clothing because that is a exactly. common thing. Ridiculous. But it's something they need to be taught. Absolutely. But these these kids said to my brother, and my brother's got like a he's he's gone through a lot. He's got like a lot of issues. Some of those are anger issues, and he got in trouble at school because he kicked off about it because obviously he wants to defend my honour because he's a very good boy. Bless him. Very good boy. 
but he um he was not happy in the slightest yeah. and he has had a lot of upset over it like it's really upset him and i do feel bad about that yeah that's unfortunately the way it is isn't it like mm. things like that the repercussions that you think about when you become a suicide girl are things like that and the way people will torment you and torment your family yeah and um my younger brother was i don't think in school when i joined suicide girls but obviously he had younger friends and a lot of his friends yeah. are actually fans of mine fortunately they're they're mostly quite nice but he has had ridicule for it yeah and it's so unfortunate because not doing it, that means they win. Yeah. So you have to do it, but also yeah. you have to carry with you the pain that your mm. other mem- members of your family are going to feel from that ridicule. It's something that I... It's the one thing that I never really thought about until it had happened, is that I'd, I'd thought when signing up for Suicide Girls about the repercussions for me. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was something I could never take back, that it would impact my, my future work. Yeah. That future relationships which is another issue because my mum likes to tell me that you know no man is ever gonna want to be with someone like me and you're oh, never no. gonna have anyone I get like oh, twice dear. a week twice that a week. is not healthy in any way that's why that didn't work out with you and that boy because everyone's seen you naked and you're like this oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that's another religious thing isn't it like the modesty thing oh yeah because you belong to the man yeah great you have to be <laughs> given away at your wedding exactly thanks I'm gonna <laughs> give myself away at the wedding yeah, be like, there we grab, your, grab your own arm and be yeah. like, huh, there you go. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you are mine, actually. This yeah, is how it's it. working here. Sit mm-hmm. down, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about how it would affect them. Besides what they would think of it, yeah. I didn't think about what people would think of them for me doing it. Yeah, I do kind of wish that I'd have thought about that. But yeah, I what can't do you help think it. Your kind of church says about it. Um. Uh, uh, they not not a fan. No, not a fan. Can't imagine they are. Um, you, you go back there though for holidays. Uh, I go on like Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Um, but I tend to just kind of not speak to anyone, mm. and I just sit on the side like a bit of a leper. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna sit over here. I think for I think for Christmas this year, I might really push the boat out it might be a little bit of a dick move but oh, I feel no. like it needs to happen <laughs> uh you know uh B-Dux is doing that sex yes. workers work uh fantastic campaign by thing. B-Dux yes I think I might wear one of her t-shirts I think that's a great idea to a church I think or my tote bag that I, I got through in the post today and oh. I used it when I went to Sainsbury's earlier and I got some funny looks and I smug- I smugly smiled back what's what's her uh, big cartel for that it it's safe is word. safe word. It is indeed safe And it's awesome. And also, the, oh my God, the quality of the stuff is so good. I've been wearing the, the t-shirts. Like, I've not been washing them. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want to not wear them. So I've just yeah. been wearing them constantly. Um, no, I need to get one. I really do. Oh, they're so good. The crop tops <laughs> are like really, oh, I nice. just love them. They, look, they fit great as well. They do. And they feel really nice. Yeah. Like, they kind of feel, feel like, nice on your titties. No, they really do. <laughs> I did spend, like, I sat there just like rubbing my titties the other day. It feels good. Sucking down a little But yeah, they feel like almost like a Calvin Klein, like, sports bra kind oh, of thing. Like, they're like. Supportive. Mm, but That's like, what you not, need for a good crop top. But. They don't give you any kind of little rolls at oh. all, which is great too, because that's 
tight in all the right places. Yes, exactly. No discomfort. That. They are fantastic. Love I might, that. Yeah, but I might wear one of those church to be like, yeah, don't sit next to me. <laughs> cool. I feel like that's and a, that's a good point. And I'll see if any of the though. younger lot are like, actually, yeah, Interested. this is cool. And I'll be like, yeah. see, you know I want to educate. Yeah, exactly. What we were saying earlier about people learning a little bit about religion to kind of like own that respect and like just figure out and be like, okay, it's not totally weird. I know a little bit now, so I understand why they act and think yeah. the way they do. That goes both ways. Do you think religion needs to really open themselves up, especially Catholicism, to the 21st century and learn a little bit about things that are happening now? Holy fucking shit, yes. <laughs> oh my, 100%. Like, it, it is starting to happen. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like the, the new Pope, but I do. I think, I he's, think he's fantastic. I think he is cool as fuck. And he's like outed things that the church has been doing wrong. Yeah. And even if it has taken him a little while to do that, he has done it. Can yeah. people stop being mean to the Pope? He's my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like he seems. Even though it is gonna, it is gonna take a very long time because of you know. It's, it's, it's been around for thousands of years. It's, it's going to take time. Oh yeah, it's gonna take a long time. But like he's starting to make headway. He is starting to do it. And that's, that's such like, it's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'm looking at it going, maybe I can actually have both. Maybe I can not be shunned by my religion. And maybe I can actually do what I want to do with my life. Or at least try what I want to try it. And if it doesn't fucking work out, I can still have come back. I can yeah. still have my religion and my, my family in that. And to, the guilt to too. There. Surely that would help with the guilt. Oh, like, you live your life. A hundred percent. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to feel guilty. You shouldn't have. No human should. Fucking making Unless a choice with my own life. Your own body, your own life. I have not hurt An empowering anyone. choice. Exactly. Me taking my clothes off, it doesn't hurt anyone. It, it'll upset people. Absolutely. But I am not hurting anyone. I'm not taking anything away from people. I'm just doing what I want with my own if fucking anything, body. If anything, you are you're helping people. You really exactly. do. You help empower women. Obviously, different things empower different women. But seeing other women doing something that you think could empower you as well is helping them. It's saying else about even if you don't, even if like you're a woman who wants to feel empowered and you see suicide girls taking their clothes off and that empowers them. Even if that is not how you would feel empowered, that could give you the confidence to wear that little crop top that you like that you thought you had a bit That's too much right. belly to wear. That's right. Wear what you fucking exposure. want. Don't wear what you want to wear. Like, just do what you want to do. Wanna what do what you want to do. And if it doesn't work out, just be like, all right, yeah, cool. That's it. Done. Stop beating each other up and stop beating yourselves up. Exactly. If you could say one thing, Vaughan, to the Catholic Church, yes. in general, in a statement that you think is they really need to know or really need to hear or really need to at least practice, what would it be? Love thy neighbour. Your own words given and back to you. I am your neighbour. Don't fucking judge me. Oh, snap. I've got your back if you've got mine. That's all it is. That was a fucking beautiful statement to end of one. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, this was such an informative episode. I had no idea about half that shit. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Vaughn, where can we find you online? Okie dokie. What are my handles? Uh, <laughs> on Instagram, I am vaughn.sg, which is V-A-U-G-H-N dot sg in case you didn't know how to spell sg <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys are good at spelling um my twitter handle is in the bio on my instagram because i have forgotten it but i think it's the same thing <laughs> who knows um uh but uh, i have a facebook 
page as well, which is Vaughan Suicide, spelt the same way, except suicide is a full word instead of SG. <laughs> uh, yes. That is where you can find me. Any uh, new SG sets coming out soon? Any other plugs? Oh, I do have some SG sets coming out soon. Um, I have one called Lovesick, Ooh. where I'm wearing a lovely Lovesick London bodysuit. Love that. Um, coming out, it's shot by Autumn Sky. Uh, I think that comes out in like six weeks or something. I'm not sure. Soon. Uh, I have one called Black and Red, where I'm wearing a wonderful Damson Clothing Co. Oh, t-shirt. Oh, I love Damson. Oh, yeah. That one was shot by Tripodsky. That's coming out in the queue is... Very oh, long. It's large. Very long. And then following that, I've got one that I am yet to name because I suck. Um, <laughs> coming out shot by Gemma Edwards and I think it's possibly my favourite set we love today, Gemma Edwards ever. I love it I'm in giant bath and I love her so much she's oh, great we love Gemma all so the disgrace ladies every single disgrace lady and of course Avon, you will be there on our disgrace birthday party oh I'm so announce. excited but it's on the 12th of October and stand by for details it's going to be a big pie if you guys aren't there you suck you're square that <laughs> is the thing did you know that if you uh, be there or be square is because you're not around. Is that what it is? That's what it is. I never heard that in my life. I saw it in a meme the other day and it blew my mind. I had to lie down for like 10 minutes. Bon, the queen of memes. <laughs> I'm the meme queen. <laughs> bon, thank you so much for joining me. I've had a really great time. So have I. Thanks, girl. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.